and then we forget our upcoming point. So quickly, quickly, we stuff in a filler. And that's not what we want to do. What's up, Vixorners? Welcome back to my channel. I'm so happy that you're here. If you want to communicate with confidence, authenticity, and poise, then this is the place for you. In this video, we are talking about fillers. So like, um, you know, <laughs> so you get the idea. Those are examples of fillers. And we tend to use these not only when communicating, but also in public speaking. And we want to avoid them in public speaking because they can just detract from the message. We have a concise message that we want to share. And if we're not able to convey that message well, the people are not going to listen and they're not going to understand our message. So we want to avoid them in public speaking. But you may be thinking to yourselves, well, how do I do that? I just, I know I catch myself saying like a lot or, you know, a lot. And everyone has a different filler that they latch onto and then use throughout their communication. So we want to be mindful of that. And once you know what fillers you do, you can be more aware and figure out how to get rid of them. And in this video, I'm giving you four strategies to help you eliminate your fillers so that you can give a more powerful, precise, concise, and succinct message in your talk. Okay, so I'm talking about fillers in public speaking. There's another video about fillers in conversation and in interpersonal communication, like small talk. That is different, okay? Not all fillers are bad. They're not all the bane of communication. So we want to be careful about saying, fillers are terrible. Just stop using them. Because the truth is that's not entirely true. But in this video, we are talking about eliminating fillers from public speaking. And if you're interested, stay tuned. Number one, prepare. You really need to be knowledgeable about the subject on which you are speaking. If you're asked to give a talk about something, you need to do the research ahead of time. You're not necessarily a subject matter expert, but if you are, then great. Then you have your work already basically done for you. But if you're not, which most people are not, they need to research the material ahead of time. You can't speak about something without knowing about something. You can't teach something without knowing it and understanding the concept already yourself. So it goes without saying, research and prepare for your talk. That will also eliminate your fear of public speaking because you're going to be confident about what you're going to say. Number two, take your time. Oftentimes when we get nervous, we tend to speed up and race through whatever we're trying to say. You just blurt it out without really even thinking about what you wanted to say in the first place, what your point was. So take your time. By taking your time, you not only make it easier on your listeners because they can actually follow you, but also you're giving yourself thinking time so that you can remember the next thing on your outline, the next thing that you're going to say in your talk. Remember, we don't always have a note card in our hand. I actually advise against that because I believe it to be a crutch, right? So instead, we have our outline. We have that skeleton framework off of which we can base our talk 
And that way we have more spontaneity and impromptu speaking time. The really important thing here is to take your time. Do not rush through what you have to say. When you rush through what you want to say, you add more fillers, and then we forget our upcoming point. So quickly, quickly, we stuff in a filler. And that's not what we want to do. Number three, keep your outline in mind. So I said earlier, we're not using note cards, but we have our skeleton framework in mind. And that is something that you should be hyper familiar with because that is what you're going to use to guide you through your speech or your talk or your meeting if you're running the meeting. Not only taking your time, but keeping your outline in mind. And that's what's so important about the second point about taking your time so that you can recall what you have in your outline, which is committed to memory. That should be up here. And when you have your outline in mind, you're not trying to find words, filler words to just stuff into your talk to make it sound like you know what you're talking about and that you're still talking. Still talking doesn't mean adding value, right? The filler words are meaningless words. They just add noise. They add clutter to the talk, right? We want to trim the fat so that it's a nice, lean talk, a lean speech. Before I give you my last tip, number four, I do encourage you to subscribe so that you can get my videos every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I post three times a week, and I'd love to have you join me for the next one. Tip number four, the use of pause and silence. Now, I don't want you to be afraid of gaps in your talk, right? That's what we mean by silence, the gaps. I don't want you to try to fill in those gaps with fillers. Okay, those are inconsequential words. We don't care about those fillers in public speaking. They take away from the power of our message. Instead, I want you to use pause, which is silence. There's no need to fill every single moment of your talk with talking. You can also do nonverbal communication gestures, right? Making a pose, making eye contact with your audience, making sure that they are connecting. They understand your message. This also allows them to process the information. You can't expect them to catch every single word that you're going to say. It's just unrealistic. It's not like they have the text in front of them, right? So you have to keep that in mind as the speaker, as the person on stage or up in front of the meeting room. You want to make sure that the times you give them pause and those Gaps, the silent moments, will allow them to register the information and process it and then internalize it, right? But you cannot expect them to do that if you are speaking a mile a minute. Take time to pause. All right, explainers, that's a wrap on this video. I hope that you enjoy these four strategies for eliminating fillers in public speaking. Remember, not all fillers are bad, but in public speaking, we want to avoid them for the reasons I mentioned before. And please give me a thumbs up if you did enjoy this video. It really helps me out a lot and share it with a friend. And I look forward to seeing you right here in my next video. Happy exploring.